Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So sounds oh. like a porno. Lady on the street freak in the bed, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you asked me for my number. And then when I come out, you were talking to another girl. And I was like, give me my number back. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Abby Clancy and I'm here today with my gorgeous husband, Peter Crouch. And this is The Therapy Crouch. The Therapy Crouch is a safe space to get things off our chest, talk about relationships, our lives. You know, I think not a lot of people actually know us for who we are and, you know, see things in the press and kind of have misconceptions or preconceptions of us so you know it's just a chance to get to know us a little bit better you know we've been together for 16 years we've got four kids two cats one dog and I think you know one could say we could be a bit of an expert in this field because we still love each other we're still happy this is going to be unfiltered and just a real chance to get to know us. Yeah, I think I'd like to say that we are experts. Um, I'd like to think that we could potentially give advice to people who are struggling in their relationships because um, we are perfection. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined here today with our producers, John and Ross, and Ross will be acting as our therapist. You know, if it gets a bit heated in the room, Ross can step in. And, you know, take my side, obviously, because I'm always right. Is that wrong? <laughs> well, if we're going to do the first therapy crouch, we'll go from right from the start. Where, where we first it began. Met, where it began. Yeah, we met on Tinder. Well, I've never been on a dating app. They weren't invented when we were courting. No, they weren't, no. It would have made things a hell of a lot easier, wouldn't it, to be honest? Do you think? Well, it's so easy now, isn't it? Like, you just look at your phone and just, like, scroll, like yeah, look but at people. It's not, number one, it's up. not based on looks. No, but, like, the initial attraction is, isn't it? If you see someone over there isn't it, with eight noses, you're not going to walk over there and go, that's a bit of me. Well, if you're, you're into noses, them, you would. <laughs> but, you know, I would hate to be online dating. Can you imagine just how awkward it would be? meeting someone for the first time Pretty in a awkward, in a yeah. bar like let's meet at seven o'clock or whatever i had a crush on pete before we met and i used to see him in the paper and he was getting a bit of a st bit of stick for not scoring i've got a bit of a niche taste in men which my friends would say to me oh which my I'm god over the moon about <laughs> do, you, do you fancy it and i just for me it just felt like he needed to be looked after and cared for and um I used to work in a restaurant. You pitied me more than fancied me. No, I fancied you as well. I thought uh -oh. you were hot, but you needed a little bit of TLC. Okay. 
which was true. Yeah, totally right. I totally agree with you. Not... You were like a fish out of water when you came to Liverpool in your um, skin tight puma trainers and your Lyland Scott jumper. Yeah, yeah, I had a pair of strangled pumas, um, <laughs> the baggy half mask jeans, <gasps> yeah. and a Lyland Scott jumper with a shirt underneath. <laughs> it was a bad vibe, really, wasn't it? Yeah, but you had the height and the blonde hair and the golden skin. It was and a rough the diamond. Banter. You were? <laughs> Most men need a makeover, I think, yeah. when you get them. You've always liked a project, haven't you? Oh, I love a project. Was I a project? <laughs> Build a bear. I'd do a rougher. <laughs> no, it's. Um, but do you know what? Some women make the mistake of making over the men too much that they think they're so hot and then they leave them. So there's a fine line. You do them up to a point where... Is that where I am at the minute? <laughs> yeah. So I'm at the point where no one else is really going to take me, but I'm hotter than I was. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the winning formula, girls or guys. Um, but no, we first met, I was, I was working in this restaurant and Pete often used to come in and I never, ever saw him there. And then one day I pretended I had toothache and got sent home. And one of the girls were like, oh, Pete was in today and I was gutted. That I missed you because right. I'd never seen you around. It sounds like I was stalking you, actually. Mm. But I wasn't. People are allowed to have crushes in the paper that they see. And yeah. you were mine. And then one, my best friend has, it was her husband's birthday, Tommy. And this restaurant had a nightclub downstairs. And we were all, I, I worked in the day and then I came down during the party. And we were all having a great time. And in walks Pete. And I nearly died. And even Kaz to this day is like, I can remember your heart. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And um, there he was. That's mad to think that you, being as beautiful as you are, like, well, I actually thought that, that is insane. Yeah, but Pete, I know this sounds so fake and corny, but to this day you are literally my ideal man. Mm. Oh, There's no one that, that I, I actually fancy more. That's true. And obviously for me, that's insane. Like I go into that bar and then Ab came over to me. For me, it was like... It, you know, I couldn't pull a hamstring in London. Yep. So I went up to Liverpool and then you came over and I was like, wow, this place is incredible. But you, <laughs> you scored that day. I did, That yeah. was your first goal. Like, it was more ways than one. I'd scored, yeah. yeah. Hat-trick. But then that came over, I thought, what? This is like, I'd, be, I'd struggled for 18 games without a goal. You know, not, I hadn't, I hadn't, I was struggling, I was in a new city, and then bang, I scored two, and then my hat-trick was out in the evening. So some could say like, that was the best day of your life. Well, you came over, and I, I, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen a more, and it, this also sounds corny, but I've never seen a more beautiful girl in my life, and that bar none on the kids' lives, I've never seen a more beautiful girl. And the fact that she was we, coming we over to me... We were obviously both pissed at the time. No, no, I always remember your eyes, like... I. And this sounds so corny, but I've never seen eyes like because your mum's got them as well. Like they, mm. they are incredible. And I've it's never... a strong gene. The eyes in our family. The eyes are amazing, and that was the first thing I thought. Oh wow! Firstly, you've come over to me. <laughs> Secondly, you know you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, and third, you were just so much fun. Like you were, you had loads about you. You know instantly you were funny you were engaging you were you know intelligent you had absolutely everything because yeah. I, I remember seeing you and i was going to the loo and i just thought do you know what i'm just going to say hi well like, i'm glad you did because i probably wouldn't have gone over to you oh i'd probably God. gone there's the fittest girl in the club <laughs> one that we've ever we've a lucky fella i remember being with steve Finnan, and um obviously this 
encounter was happening. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, Ab is the the most beautiful girl in this whole in this whole bar. So you know, people must be looking at me going <laughs> like, "Wow!" And then see the the phone exchange and me typing in number. Ab put, taking up the phone, putting a number in, and then uh, you oh, know, obviously she walks off. And then I just tell, I was with Steve Finnan. And I just turned to Finns as if I was Don Juan DeMarco. <laughs> Juan? Like, wow. Like, yeah, that's how I roll, Finns. <laughs> 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 but you're saying all this. I So after my uh, brief encounter, I was like, oh, I knew you'd score well done. And then I went to the toilet. I come back, you were speaking to another, and you asked me for my number. And then when I come out, you were talking to another girl. And I was like... Give me my number back. Yeah, yeah, I should have known you're a psycho. I knew there was a flaw. <laughs> I should have known you're a psychopath. <laughs> I'm not a psychopath. Well, I'm just territorial. Borderline. Yeah, but I like that as well. Like, I can't, I can't sit here and say, yeah, sometimes you do go over the top with that sometimes. But I'm not going to sit here and go, like, it's not nice. Because it, you know, it shows you care. I think if you just went, oh, you know, do what you want, go out. You're no, the least jealous person. No, I am. No, And it makes me so angry. I would love you to get jealous. No, the I only time jealous. you got jealous is when I was watching that Viking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this show, the Vikings, and they're all unreal. They're like... Vikings is a thing. Yeah, because then you started going to me like, why don't you just like be you... more vi like a Viking? And I was going, talk about if I dressed up like a Viking, yeah, have you ever seen how many falls horses? horses that, have you seen when Rodney dresses up yeah. as the gladiator? <laughs> <laughs> Happy me in the bedroom. Rod Rodney and Cassandra. <laughs> that would be hilarious. You should do that, actually. I will. Spice, spice up the, well, that's that's the our next episode, how to spice up your love life. <laughs> what, me as a Viking? Were you into Vikings? Like, when did this start? When I saw that show, I love them. Mm. They're just cool. I think it's something about, like, the Finnish and Icelandic kind of culture. They're just, like, wild and strong and... Scandinavians. Scandinavians. I think it's kind of... Like, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. even the girls, the girls are, like... Hard as nails and but hot, hot as anything, and it was just like. So sounds oh. like a porno. <laughs> it's not, it's not a porno. It wasn't. Definitely was. It wasn't a porno. It definitely was. Well, it was. I it's didn't a, watch it's it. A, you, how come I never? You never invited me to watch it. Because I didn't that. want you to watch it because the Viking girls were hotter than the Viking boys. So that was something I watched on my own whilst Facetime and my best friend did. has. We would just have a run and commentary throughout the whole thing. But it's it's only the same as when I saw you talking about Jet from the Gladiators. Oh, that's hardly, come on. I mean, she's... About, she's Viking-esque. She was. Yeah, but you had a full... I was looking through your phone, and if anyone says that they don't do that, they're lying. But that, that's like, any ladies, don't do that. I went through your phone. Which you shouldn't do. Like Everyone does that. Every girl does well, that. Girls, if you're listening, don't do that. It's not nice. Yeah, but I find out things from you by doing that. Yeah, I found but... out that you had this crush on Jet from the Gladiators, <laughs> which I didn't speak to him for two days after. And he's like, Abby, she's like 16. I was like, I don't care. It made me physically ill. Like, I was so upset. But I'm allowed to fancy it's someone... I'm fancying Wolf as well. 25 years. <laughs> Jet's the, good, the one you want him to fancy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but, but still knowing that my, my husband fancies someone else. That's even before else. you as well. Like, that was even well before you. I was like 14 when I was watching Jet. So, and then, you know, at the same time, I find out that you plan this golf trip. 
trip. Before I raise it to you, I need to get all my, you know, ducks in a row, make sure everyone can come, make sure it's all lined up, and then say to you, I'm going to go on this golf trip. No, but you don't tell me till the day before, no. Pete. Well, listen, is it is it worth, would I have a month of hell or a day of hell? Month of hell, day or hell, which is better? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think it'd be... But if you were nicer, if you could talk to me about it and just go, you know, like, oh, I'd prefer if you didn't do that, you know? Um, but No, but it would be or, nice to or, see in, like, romantic trip to Paris. I've been on one of those recently for the Champions League final. <laughs> yeah, hardly. I just got left in a bar all day with ex-footballers, got absolutely bladdered by mistake. By and, mistake? There's no mistake in it. There was. How was it a mistake? You sat there and got bladdered, knowing full well what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, but it was exciting. It was the Champions League well, final. I'm from Liverpool. My dad was there. My brothers were there. My best friend was there. You know, we were with bloody all football people. We were excited. <laughs> <laughs> Name drop. Football people. Kano. Kano was there. Love Kano. You know, yeah. I, I, love, I love that first part of a relationship where... You're literally talking on the phone till you go asleep and there's like a million texts and, you know, waking up to see if you've got that text message. Like, that's because mm. you don't do that now. Now it's like, what time are you picking the kids up? Where are you? Can you get some milk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why we're doing this therapy crouch because just talking about when we first met, it's so exciting and, you know, mm. we're both so busy now. Like, we've got four kids. You're mm. so busy with work. So am I. And... You never get time to have like a like a debrief or a look back, do you? No. You know, like we're we're just life is moving so quickly. Yeah. You know, the kids are growing up so fast, and we're quite busy as people. So to sit down and like chat about about this is actually nice. And you know, hopefully people listen. But if they don't, then I've enjoyed it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Mm. No, it really it really is because. You you kind of do forget in the whole rigmarole of life that you are a couple mm. as well. You know, I think it's so important. And I know a lot of people get like the mum guilt, you know, going to work. Like if you have to go to work or you want to go to work and you have to leave the kids or you don't have time for your partner. It's um, it, it's so important to make that time it and really to is, reconnect. Yeah. Like even we went away for one night you know, and we didn't, we had no responsibilities and we didn't have to get up at six o'clock in the morning watching Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. You know, just even if it's 24 hours to reconnect is so, so important. And I do feel blessed in that way. We've got a great support system with our family who can like my sister will look after the kids, my mom. So we do have that time, but not enough, I don't think. Yeah, because well, summer's been hard, hasn't it? Like, they've been off for so long. But, like, even that just, you know, we went away for, like, two nights. Like, that just, it's so... Yeah. Like, you realise, actually, and then I feel like we go straight back into when we almost first met. So, did you ask to take me on a date then after that? Because we, we, were, we, were we were in the club, we left, we went to another place, and I was on the phone to you all night, and, you know, waking up the next day to that, I can't even, it wouldn't have been so nice to meet you, whatever. I, I can't remember what the text was, but I just remember having the butterflies and it was so exciting. And it's, you know, that to me is the best part of relationship that no matter how much you love each other, you can't keep that going forever. Yeah, so, no, I remember yeah speaking to you and like, we, we just talked all the time, didn't we? Because you next... went away then. You went to oh, Japan, Japan the next, the next day, day and yeah. I went on Britain's Next Top Model. 
that's right. So there was a bit of time before we went on our first but date. But that's why there was so much talking on the phone. It was like I was in Japan, but I was on a different time zone completely. Yeah. And then we were just calling like whenever we could, like constantly and forever on the phone, weren't we? Yeah. And then... And the first date, I remember, because I still live with my mum at the time, and my mum was, I was like, mum, can I have some money? And she was like, what for? And I was like, I'm just going to Kate's house. I want to get a taxi. She was like, well, I'll drop you off. I was like, oh God. Um, and I was picking her up. <laughs> so I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I think I had seven pound, literally seven pound. And um, I ran out. My mum always knows and I'm lying. So she knew something fishy was going on. And I remember Pete pulled up outside my mum's and my whole family were looking out the window. And I was like, I don't know why I was being so secretive. I think, I think because I was so young and I was embarrassed to tell my mum I was going on a date or something like that. I don't know. And because of who you were, like my dad's like the biggest Liverpool fan on earth. But I, I remember telling them when we had, had a few dates and he went ballistic. Mm. He was like, can't believe you're going out with a football player. Such a bad look, you know. And now he prefers me to you. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But I remember, I remember running out the house, running down the road. I saw your car. You had a black BMW Jeep, and I got in the car, and it was so awkward. I remember what I wore. It was just the most ridiculous outfit. Mm. Can you remember what I wore? You had like jeans on. Yeah, and like a top. Like a dress. <laughs> yeah, but it was like a. But it was like a dress, was it? We no. had heels and that on as well. Like, you looked amazing. I had <clears throat> jeans on and a white shirt and leopard print court that's shoes. The, that's the one, yeah. That is with it. a bow on the front. Yeah, that oh is my God. But I, I thought you looked you look sensational. Thank but then you. I, I only took you to the to the local pub near me. What what was that all about? Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like obviously, yeah, it's not a great first date, but like for me, it's like certainly. I was at the time I was playing for like. I was playing for England and stuff. I was playing for Liverpool. Like, just got in the England squad. Like, I, I went, everything for me had to be low key. Like, I had to find a girl. Yeah, I loved, but like, I didn't want to take you straight into like something mad. Like, mm. I wanted to go and find out where no one could see us and like to find out if we got on. Well, that little you know, wooden stool in the back of an old man's pub was perfect. Well, that's exactly where I, I you know, that's. Yeah, but I think you had me, a bit of an like. ulterior motive. Like, because when well, we got was into opposite the, my flat. Yeah, when we got into the <laughs> pub, Pete was like, that's my bedroom window there. And I was thinking, hang on a minute. Does he think he's going to get me pissed and then take me back to his flat? Because that is not happening whatsoever. She was a tough, tough one to crack. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not a complete hoe. That's like to my mates and going, "What's going on?" Like, <laughs> I didn't know what the crowd. I, I, I found it. I found that. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a long time. So you saying I was a fridge? Not a fridge. No, I think just like probably how how it should be. Lady on the street, freak in the bed, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ludicrous said it well. So for anyone who doesn't know, a fridge is a person who is quite reluctant to give out. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would class that as you, but I also think a lady should be respectful. Like, I, I think. No, I knew, I knew from the day we met you that I, I was going to be together forever, and call that corny, but I, I, I did know that, and I thought I don't want to rush this. But for me, it was important to get to know you first and know that this was going somewhere before I jumped into bed, and also. When we went back to your flat, you didn't even have any sheets on the bed. As if I'm gonna. I did have sheets. Do you know what though? Like, you also had a dirty like, because, toilet. Because because I 
because I had. No, because, Literally, top. No, do you know what? Log. Like, basically, I was living as a student from like eighteen to sort of twenty-four. Yeah, I was getting paid really well. I was in the Premier League. I just got in the England squad. I was playing for Liverpool. I was earning great money, like ridiculous money, really. But you were a complete scruff. But I'm living like a student because I still got my same mates who are at uni or they're, um, you know, just starting out in jobs, and they are living, you know, pretty. It, like scruffs a bit, you know, like they haven't. It got was like stuff. going into so one I, of the in-betweeners flats. But I just assumed that that's how I had to live. You know, I had all this money in the bank. I didn't know what to spend. It. I didn't have anything to spend it on. I, like I just lived in a two-bedroom flat. I didn't need. You know, my gran used to come round and clean once a week or twice a week or something. Um, and, and I didn't. I was living like a student. Obviously, though. it was a gorgeous apartment block, but I was just flabbergasted that he had. He had like one blue pillowcase on one pillow and like a flowery one on the other one and then no sheet or no bedding on the quilt and this is coming from someone obsessed with the bed needs to be perfect like it still goes on now like you go mad like when we're taking like all the cushions off the bed every night and yeah you know. I, don't, I don't get that I mean even this even this chair we're on now like seriously are you joking like, like how many cushions are on this thing like, I basically, I'm... Well, Andrew Martin, I'd have something to say about that, Pete. a couple off as well. Or, you know, so many... Like, our bed, you go in, right? I'm not joking, there's 15 cushions on it. And me and Ab are the only two people that go in it. And I just scoop them all off. They're all over the floor. It looks scruffy now. Um, I've, I just don't... I do not understand it. You only need one pillow. Well, it makes me happy. I don't understand how you can play golf for nine hours and walk around hitting a little ball with a big stick. <laughs> Literally, it's the same thing. So you do you and I'll do me, okay? No, but like Ab doesn't have to watch me, um, you know, hit the ball, little ball with a big stick. You know, I have to, Into every night hole. of my life, I have to clear all these cushions off. You know what I mean? See, like that, that doesn't, you're not involved in that. I don't want to be involved in the cushion thing. Well, my whole house is littered with scorecards and bloody caps and belts with aeroplanes on. Because <laughs> you're a total geek. Like, do you like my new belts covered with Spitfires? No, do you I don't. Know that? Do you know what? That's something like I reckon there's you listeners. Like a complete people listen twat. To <laughs> listen to this. People are listening to this. Like, definitely email in or, you know, whatever we have to do. You've got to email in. Because there will be, I know, because my mum used to go mad at my dad for this. Like, leaving little tiny golf pencils, scorecards. I um, hate it. I've been the Marcus. Tees. Tees get everywhere. Like, the tees are everywhere. Oh my God. Tees. And what they do as well, they also split a bin bag. So when you're taking the bins out and there's a tea in there and it rips the bin bag and all the rubbish falls on the floor. Pet hate. They shouldn't even be allowed tees. I hate them. I hate anything to do with golf and football for that matter. <laughs> like, seriously. I, th I think that's... Po po you can't hate football. Can't. Surely, that, that is a huge part of the my only, life. <laughs> the only thing I see when I watch football is men running around. The only time I can see any skill is when I watch like Ronaldo. <laughs> and he's doing no, and he's doing like even so Messi. you don't see any skill in the way I played at all. Well, yeah. Well, so even Messi. Well, I don't, don't really so watch it. No, you, I don't like Messi at all. So you just see Ronaldo. What do you see in Ronaldo that's because better than Messi? Ronaldo can do all them little tricks. So like, Messi's got tricks, but he doesn't look the part, <laughs> does he? Now we get to the. I don't want to look at him. <laughs> you don't do you know what I mean? He's too small, and you'd rather look at Ronaldo. 
not Ronaldo's not my type at all, but he's got star quality, Pete. No one can deny that. He's the most famous man in the world. I, I like football. I like penalties. I hate is it, it when you have to do the, the 15, 15 minutes extra. I'm like, can't you just scrap that? I go straight to penalties. <laughs> but that's a valid point. I mean, you're making a lot of sense. Like some people do think you should just go straight to penalties. You definitely should because... The 30 minutes extra pointless, do you think? Yeah. Because they're just getting more tired. It's just drags the whole thing out, where at least penalties... <laughs> the whole thing out. So you know what I mean? I, I... Yeah, but people enjoy the, the thing. Yeah, but I don't. So, no, but I'm saying you can't just scrap it because you don't. You know, like, I don't, I don't enjoy something... I think something... should be banned all too. No, okay. no and, and, and for me... Well, always, there's obviously a deep-rooted reason. There, there is a deep-rooted reason. My whole life, my dad is a football fanatic. My brother played football from the, like the age of eight, like played for Liverpool, Everton, Blackpool. So my whole childhood literally consists of me being cold and wet and bored, standing in a field somewhere. Right? Yeah, that. My sister so, felt the same way at so the, the Even when I kind of wasn't phased going out with you for like the glamour side because I was just like, oh God, football. I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's, that, I think that's why we work because we don't talk about it. Like I come home from a match and if I've played well or badly, you change the subject instantly. And some people might think that's a bad thing. For me, it's the perfect thing. We come home and we just talk about something completely different. Yeah. I love that about you. I remember calling you once when it was like 10 to 3, going, why aren't you answering your phone? I've yeah, been trying yeah. to call you. Or I think I was in the paint shop or something. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, that was when my phone was on... Um, was on a dock in the change room playing the music and the lads we are literally about to go out for a game 10 to 3 and I, I just I said have a look Ab's calling me and then I think it was um, I think the manager Mark Hughes said just to answer it because like, it was all like the music stopped and we're all getting hyped for a game so I put it on loudspeaker and she goes what, what do you think about these paints? <laughs> Oh, I think it was I, like the Champions League joking? final. Or no, it was like I was playing at uh, Stoke. We had a we had a Premier League game, and she was going, "What are these paints?" I'm going, "Like I'm literally about to go out and play." Because I, I think I forget, like because it's so normal for us. It's your job, and I do my job. <coughs> you know, you're just you just don't think. Oh, he's, he's going to football. He's going to work. You're I don't even think football. I just think he's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> there is a rule about not having phones in that obviously you do know that now don't you that I can't answer my phone I know the I'm... rules it's same, same applies to the golf course doesn't it no, no, no phones phone. allowed on the golf no course and yeah. no women allowed no I didn't so say that so he actually <laughs> so no he did so Pete said come and meet me at the golf club so we're members at this Pete's second home he loves it more than me and the kids I think this place so I went he was like I was like where should I meet you went meet me in the clubhouse I'm like the clubhouse you sure? Can I go in there? And he's obviously forgot that he told me this joke that no girls were allowed in the clubhouse. <laughs> so I'm walking into the clubhouse, terrified, shaking, sweating, going, oh my God, I'm going into a no, no girl zone here. And um, the owner was in there and I thought, oh my God. So I, I went over, he come over and he's like, hi, Abby. And I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm in here. Um, and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, Pete told me, you know, it's just for the the the, the, the male golfers only. And he was horrified. <laughs> he was like, what? So I walked in and then Pete was like, oh my God, I was only joking. Like me and Glenn, like as Glenn Johnson, who he plays with, him and Glenn were pretending to me and Laura that girls couldn't go in just so we could hassle It started as a joke, them. right? And then <laughs> um, it, it, it just... It lasted for a year. It just went on. It's one of them like, jokes. It was, one of, it was a joke. Year. And then we said, well, it's... 
They don't, you don't want to come up there anyway, do you, to be quite honest? Not really. But like, it's Boring. I just, I just thought nothing of it. I, because what I find funny as well, like when I went in there, bearing in mind they've been on the golf course for about 16 hours anyway, <laughs> talking about golf. 16 hours? Then they sit in the bar talking about the game, that they've, the golf game that they've played. That's the same as football, it. isn't it? I'm like, like is, is seven hours not enough? But... It's it's I know I know what you're saying, but like if you we're really passionate about it. it's the same as football. We play Don't and then we get me talk started on about it for day. hours after and then watch it again after. <laughs> it's just not my thing. We've gone off on a tangent again, but that's fine. Um going back to our first date. So my mum wouldn't give me no money. Tried to sneak out the house. Every my whole family's looking out the window. Get in the car and we drive over to Cheshire, where you lived. Took me to this old man's pub and I was a bit like, oh God. But I was actually quite glad in a way because... Do you understand why I did that? No, like, I totally I, like, understand, but... I was away from any eyes and we can just be me and you. Yeah, I get that now because man. obviously I'm in this world now. But at the time I thought, God, this is a bit of a strange choice. But I, I obviously thought you just wanted to get me back to your flat. I obviously part of it but was that. during the meal, uh, during the drinks, like Pete got the first drinks. And then I thought, I'll get the next one. Bearing in mind, I'd never bought, like, a drink in my life. <laughs> that's not bad to say. No, because that's, you know, I'm sure people bought you drinks a lot. No, but, like, no, <laughs> does not mean like that either? But I didn't even know how much it was to get a drink. So I, I went to the bar, Pete wanted Guinness. I got a Guinness and a tap water. Because <laughs> I was like... Because you didn't have enough money. Because I was scared it was going to be more But you know when you said that, like, it sounds like I'm making you pay for things. But I was going to the toilet and you, and you said... Oh, I'll get the, the drinks in. I said, yeah, I'll have a Guinness on the way to the toilet. Uh, and then I came back and it was a Guinness and a tap water. And I was like, what are you not drinking? And you said, uh, nah, I was just really thirsty. <laughs> but obviously you didn't have enough money. Is that is that right? That's right. Because my bloody mum wouldn't give me any. God, so... But I remember you bought me like the, the Marie Curie daffodil. Mm. Like little pin at the bar, do you remember? Mm. And we've still got it. Have you still got that? Yeah. What? It's been like 16 years. I know. It's in my little box of crouch stuff. I'd like to see that one day. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that you'd change about that date? No. I, I wish I'd, you know, bought you a drink when you had tap water. But other, <laughs> other than that, like, it was perfect because I wanted to get to know you and, like, there was not one part of that thing that was awkward, was there? No. Like, not one second, apart from me dropping you off in the cab and, and dancing in the cab. Oh, that was on the you, way home. That's only, come, that's only come out like the last couple of years. You said that that was a bit cringe. It was a bit cringe when you were doing a full dance routine no, in the back I, of the cab. I, I just liked the song and I was just, you know... Looking at me like that and I was like... Oh, oh. <laughs> but to be honest, but you do that dance, now. But... <laughs> you do that now and that's one thing I love about you. Well, it's like, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy dance. <laughs> I like dance. It's a craft of mine. So, obviously, let's be honest, in the position that I was in, I would like to have taken you, whisked you off to Paris on a first date and done something amazing, yeah, seen well, the Eiffel Tower. But, like, that, the position we were in, I, I, I just needed to get to know you, do you know what I mean? Like, and be in a quiet place near my flat, obviously. <laughs> but but um, what would the, your ideal first date be? I think the perfect first date. There's a perfect date and there's a perfect, perfect first date. Like, a perfect first date would be just, like, super comfortable environment where you get to know each other no awkward silences dinner bar dinner um, dinner bar you know daytime activity no not daytime activity terrible no. idea daytime activity 
Yeah, because do you remember when you for our anniversary you you um did that surprise trip to Monkey Island? Yeah, that was good. And I absolutely love a surprise. I very rarely have surprises because I either root and find things or look you through are, your phone. You're so, and find you're honestly useless at surprising. <laughs> so, right. I like surprising you and you I, like surprises. Oh, I love them. But you just can't cope with not knowing stuff. I know. At all. But the, this thing, so the the brief was wear sensible shoes. So I was thinking, what the hell? What are we doing? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, flat, so comfy shoes. So I was thinking like yeah, we're was, going on I some kind like, of walk <clears> or hike. So I was like, put gym stuff on and like trainers. Because I think for all girls or even boys, like nailing the outfit. I said, look nice. I said, look nice, but sensible have sensible shoes? footwear. I thought that was the right thing to say. Smart casual. Smart, Smart casual, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd have said if it was me and you going on a date. But the thing is, so this sensible shoe thing had no relevance to what I was terrible shout. It was so the only time shout. I needed a sensible shoe was to step off land onto the boat. So I got a boat. It was basically this Bear island. Bear in mind, I can sprint in stilettos. Yeah, it was a terrible idea because... You can still get on a boat in, 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 and it was like a real nice boat on the River Thames, glorious day. Oh my God, it was and this like hotel freak is weather. on an island. Um, and it hasn't got any monkeys on it or anything, but it's just, it's called Monkey Island. And it's like literally, you go on there and you literally just ride this boat, don't you, down the Thames and oh, glorious houses, sun, and you can have beautiful foods, lovely places to stop for, for lunch. Um, so I've wanted to look like Bridget Bardot. Um, Instead, it looks like Sporty Spice on I the really, boat. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it and it kind of ruined the day for me. We did have a great day. Oh, like, it was you the, can't, literally the best because day. Because what we did is obviously like that. Well, once we got over the outfit um, issues, we then uh, proceeded to get incredibly drunk and um, it was one of the most fun anniversaries I think we've ever had. Yeah, it was incredible. It was amazing. So I, I just, I love surprises. So anything where you'd, you'd surprise me would be good. Okay. I'll bear that in mind. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., So, guys, I know you've been hearing a lot from us 
Um, but we want to hear from you. I know you might have seen a, a few um, suspicious tweets and Instas going out lately. You know, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories. We could give you advice. We could be your agony ants. Agony ab. Agony ab. That's you. That's agony it. ab. <laughs> That's right. Here we go. I can be your agony ab. And, you know, get in touch. And, you know, because... I don't feel like our relationship is any different to anyone else's. We've got our highs, our lows. I think, you know, there's so many things we have in common with other people. Yeah, and I, I'd like to think that I could give some great advice, um, <laughs> certainly to some of the fellas out there that are struggling with a, um, a lunatic of a wife. Um, <laughs> I could always be your shoulder to, uh, to cry on. <laughs> yeah, talking of which, uh, lots of people have been in touch already, and considering they don't know what they're getting in touch about, been, there's quite a few. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is uh, the first one. Hi, Abby and Crouchy. Uh, the new girl at work has taken a shine to me. She's Ooh. considerably out of my league, but for some reason, it feels like it might be on. Whenever there are issues in the office, I'm always the one she comes to for advice, even when she probably knows I'm about as useful as an ashtray on a motorbike. I seem to make her laugh, and the lads at work have actually convinced me that I have a chance. How uh. do I pluck up the courage to ask her out, and how do I not balls it up and then have to avoid her for the rest of time? Uh. Uh, that's David from Lincoln. Well, I'll take this one out if you don't mind, because this is very much my department. <laughs> Oh, I, I think this is so cute. <laughs> but like, so he's saying, that obviously she's out of his league, but she's constantly coming over to him. So she obviously feels comfortable with him, number one. Yeah. He, st he started to make her laugh, number yeah. two. Which is cr critical. But the only issue is that with this kind of situation is... Is she friend zone? The friend zone, yeah. That is the issue. Is she totally like? Because if you if you uncontrollably fancy someone, you can't just go over and talk to them and just sit with them. I don't agree with that. No, some. I'm just saying there's two circumstances. She either really, really likes him, like and wants to go out with him, or she thinks, ah, oh, look at him, he's really, really lovely and cute. A little and... bit of a loser. A little bit of a <laughs> cute, <laughs> cute, cute loser. loser. David David from Lincoln is not a loser. Is he like a cute loser that she feels sorry for and is just like trying to like? Well, that that this is the thing I think you you being you know the the woman in this situation out of his league. How would you see it? Oh God, have we got a picture of him? There's no pictures, I'm afraid. But to keep any longevity in a relationship, you have to make the other person laugh, or vice versa. I think that's one of the the main reasons we're key, still together. I make you laugh, you make me laugh, and most days is fun. Yeah. Would you agree? I would definitely agree with that. Can we just, for the purpose of the recording as well, like, can we just say that your silent laugh is a problem? Oh, yeah. That is the only issue. Like, your laugh is, I sometimes deserve more. I know, but I, I, I think I, deserve I need more to, sound. to go to, like, the doctor or something to see if he can um, bring out my laugh because it's so but, bad. But, so this is why we're recording it uh, to put on YouTube as well yeah. because I, I want people to... That... <laughs> All it is yeah, is a, yeah. it's not a laugh. It's an internal laugh, but with a gasp at the end, a squeaky gasp. That's but no I, good though, is it? It's no it's good. No like good. My, I warrant, I deserve I better. I hate it. I deserve better. But my, my friends got a silent laugh. So we just look like we're having the most boring time when we're both hysterical laughing, just sitting there going, doing this face, but no noise. We just sit there in silence. We're going to each other. <laughs> I've seen her at times cry <gasps> and then just 
intake of breath. It's, it's like, you do, I need, we need more than that. But babe. for the purpose of the podcast, maybe we need to get some kind of canned laughter because it's going to sound, there's going to be no atmosphere. No atmosphere. Yeah, like, I, I know, I know some people's, like, actually husbands that aren't as, aren't as funny as me. And I, I, Jason I'm, and Stacey are thinking of? No, well, just like, there are, and there's some, their laugh, laugh of the white, like, it's, it's incredible. Stacey's laugh is the best laugh and she laughs at anything, especially things that aren't funny, which is Jason, 90, 99% of the time. <laughs> like Jason Jason is, is funny. He's not funny. He... <laughs> he, he's funny because he's so unfunny. But Stacy is in hysterics everything he says and her laugh just makes everyone happy. And, Does, you know, yeah. it creates a, a vibe. So I think... I think the listeners can help me out here. I, I would like Let's some voice notes. Must be a laugh coach out there. Vo- no, I want voice notes of people's laughs that we can insert into our pod. Canned laughter. Canned laughter. Can we go back to David from Lincoln? Because I feel like he needs a bit of help here. I feel like he needs to... He needs to make a, make a move I early. Do. But like, if he makes a move and she goes, oh, it's all, it's all got a bit weird. That's disaster, isn't it? No, it's not a disaster because do you know what also women like in men is confidence. So, you know, if he puts himself on his own pedestal and think he shouldn't feel like he's undeserving for this girl because he's obviously got great qualities because she is coming to him. She, she feels comfortable in his presence and he makes a laugh. So that they are three great attributes to have. Do you know what I was So gonna, if he yeah. just plucks up the courage, be confident, said, we're having a great time. Should we go for a drink? Do you know what I think might might sway it though? And this might be all this, this <laughs> might just so so mumsy of me. <laughs> hey, we're having think... a great time. Let's go for a drink. <laughs> do you want to go to the Trafford Arms? Do, do you know what I think? Like I, I think like he's got the you know, the nice approachable guy thing down he's got the humor down yeah. she feels comfortable with him they're the main components now i think he needs to go sort of like for the other side like a strong assertive side or maybe I, like we're like tight pants showing off as like penis size uh, <laughs> potentially i didn't know that was that was a thing it's not that, thing <laughs> I'm joking, but that's what, that's where I thought you were coming from. No, no. I think she'd go for like a, you know show a different side to him. So he's got he's ticking every box, and then so for instance, like the assertive <gasps> side, the boss walks in, and he says, "Do you know what? I think we should do this. Like that's wrong what you said in the meeting, like that." But then, then he could get fired, and then well, she'd that's never what see I'm him saying, again. But I just think if she, if the boss goes. Or just even if you if you just say to, if you've got a good relationship with your boss, David, you just say to him like, "I'm going to do this thing." Oh, great do you idea. mind? Great shout, right? Yeah. So then he comes in, hook a brother and, up, as he, yeah, basically like you know, I think <laughs> if he's a good boss, he'll go right. I've got you. So he, as he walks in, he goes, "Do you know what, boss? What you said in that meeting last time wrong. I disagree. I think we should do it like this." Then she'll be like, she will go, ah, yeah, wow. The, the only thing I the only thing I was thinking. Is, <laughs> He's, he's strong funny. and funny. He's, he's funny, he's approachable, he's nice, and he's assertive. <laughs> Fort box, another box tick. That's what you need to be more fucking well, That's assertive. what I mean, that's why I thought of it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing, that's what I say to you all the time. The okay. only other thing I, I could suggest that he does is kind of give, a, give her a little bit of the cold shoulder. Treat them mean, the, the, keep them why keen. does that work with women though? It doesn't, what? it doesn't work does with me. Work, I don't babe. get that. that. Is, no, I don't mean being mean work. to her. It works. 100%. Oh, it why? definitely works. Girls why like, do you mean? What's the point? Why? I don't get it. I don't get it. I think, why on earth would you want someone who treats you like crap? But there's a lot of girls out there that... Oh, they love it. Like, do you know that whole, oh, how was the date? It's great, but it was just too nice. 
what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's like going for a meal and going, oh, was the meal, was the meal nice? Yeah, it tasted too good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is, I, I generally think we're getting oh, somewhere. Oh, was that movie? This. Oh, it was too good. It just makes no sense. This is the thing that, you know, don't get over that. Don't, don't get treated badly. No, definitely so, like, not. Like, why? No. You're right with what you say about the film. Yeah, too good. How was that hotel? Fabulous. Best place I've ever stayed there. Not going. <laughs> Never going back. It's like, makes no sense. It's a total contradiction, but why? There's so many women that, that do like that. I think it probably stems from like that kind of Vin Diesel y. Vin Diesel? What's <laughs> 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 Don't like that kind of. Everybody likes a bad boy. Jason, Jason Statham, Vin Diesel character kind of thing. You know, they might be like really nice in in real life. Yeah, but it's not manly to be an arsehole, is it? No, you know what I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like, I, I get, I get being a ma man and being manly and being, you know, strong. Fix a motorbike, and you stuff. know, or like a Viking. I get all that. Like, you know, fix a motorbike and with a, a Viking, you can fix a motorbike on. with a vest on is phenomenal. But you don't have to, you know, treat. We're no, badly, do you? Definitely not. And I, obviously being a mother of two boys, this is something that is key to me. Treating a, a woman with respect or any partner, if it doesn't have to be a woman, treating anyone you love or, or like or a potential partner with respect should be number one on yeah, the list. Let's, let's, let's kibosh this I'm into bad guys vibe. I, I think you should just go for it. <sighs> she obviously likes him. And if she's a good person and... You know, it is friend zone. She'll just go, look, look, Dave, I love you, but not in that way. And there's plenty of people that, you know, have nicked out of their league. <laughs> I don't know any, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thanks to David there, because when people get in touch, it makes the episode, I think. Yeah, I do. It really stems conversation. And we got to the point there where we've, we've banished all bad guys. <laughs> yeah. And Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel never work again. <laughs> right, Anna from Wakefield. She says, uh, Abby and Pete, I think I need some uh, big sis advice. Uh, I've been uh, single for a while after ending my first long-term relationship and I'm looking to get back into the dating scene. I've put myself out there and met a couple of people on the usual dating apps and there's one guy in particular who I've been chatting to I particularly like. He has great chat and is also very easy on the eye, which also helps. I haven't slept with anyone since my relationship ended six months ago and I'm afraid a couple of porn star martinis and a date with this gorgeous guy could send me over the edge. <laughs> Do you think sleeping with someone you potentially really like on the first date is a bad idea or should I just be young, free and single and enjoy myself? I'll leave this one to you, Abigail. Well... There's arguments for both sides. For me, my personal approach wouldn't be to sleep with someone on the first night. However, I've got friends who do and called me a grandma and saying, look, you're a grandma. That's what people do now. The like we're adults. Moved on. We're adults, we can do what we want. So I personally feel that this is a personal choice. If it feels right, don't force anything. If it feels right, go with what makes you happy at that point, I feel. But I don't know, just just for me, I would prefer to get to know someone a bit more. Like for me, I can't even say the word sex. Have an intercourse. <laughs> Fucking hell. I feel... Why did you say having intercourse? Because I don't, I feel like shy saying sex for some reason. Okay. Asleep with maybe? Okay. I, I For me, I think 
for me, it would take me more time than the f first date to sleep with someone. Anna f seems like she's gagging for it, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Just from reading between the lines here. Let me put the shoe on the other foot. How would you feel if you were on a date with a girl, you liked her and she slept with you on the first night? Would you judge her? It would be in the back of my mind that am I the first one this has happened to? Yeah, because she'll probably say, oh, I've never done this before. Yeah, which is uh, probably what they, what they would say, yeah. Um... Uh, it would be in the back of my mind, I'm not going to lie, that potentially this is, I'm not the first one of this um, in this situation. But oh, having said that, I, you know, not many men would say, uh, actually, no. Not one man would say no? Yeah, like, that's I've what I wanted a, to I've say. Got a friend, <laughs> I've got a friend who, obviously, is on the dating scene. He's going out on dates with girls and one of his reasons for not seeing them again is sleeping with them on the first night. So I'm like... Well, it's definitely a thing. Yeah, but if if you like someone and it gets to that point and you sleep with them and then you don't call her back or see her again, that's that's his problem. He's created that, not hers. That would be a... a, a, a it would be a slight suspicion in the back of my mind. But if you like someone enough, you'd, look, you'd go past it. But there is an argument for you. You've also got to live life and do what feels right. So that on this occasion... Anna, I'd say do whatever you feels right. Here. And also, you know, we are we we are we're of a certain age. Anna's twenty three, by the way. So oh she, my god, you know... she shouldn't even have a second date, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, she she is you know a lot younger than, than us. So things are different. Things are totally different, and I feel totally in the dark ages when it comes to all this online dating and stuff. It's completely alien to us. We were not of that generation. We were to, we met. I remember ringing the house phone. I know. And, and speaking to like fathers before asking the daughter out. Was that in mine? Well, before you, obviously. I was going to say. But I'm talking about in school, you did have mobile phones. Like, you. So you used to phone <laughs> girls up while you were in school no, and I... ask permission from their dads to speak to the daughter? No, you ring from. Casanova? A... No, you ring from like a, 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 a payphone. Why like, didn't you use your own house phone? Because I, I just didn't want it. Like you know, my old man used to like pick up the the phone downstairs and listen to what you were saying. You know, I it's can't a different believe you were time. calling girls in school. Did you see what you looked like in school? <laughs> Jesus Christ! There's, there's another one for Dave. Just call. A, just just go for it because you did, and look at you. No, but look. <laughs> shut up, you. <laughs> no, you could like. It's what I'm saying is like now you can just get download an app. There's millions of people there. Like imagine that, like how nervous you'd be, like 14, 15, you had to ring the house phone. Mm. You imagine like that takes a lot of bottle that to call a house phone and go, "Can I speak to your daughter?" And they'd be like, "Who's this?" My dad. I remember when I was in school, these um, two boys knocked for me to see if I was coming to play out, and we lived on a massive hill. And my dad opened the door and saw it was two lads and chase him down the hill and he fell down the hill and cut all the chin, all the hands, all the knees were like ribboned. Really? petrified. Well, you would be, wouldn't you? Like, mm. I remember my, like, for me, obviously, the, she was on the other foot, like, but my dad used to take the mick out of me constantly. Like, I remember there was a girl called Karen who lived the opposite me. Karen? And um, we, I'm talking, we were like 10, 11, right? And, uh, and she knocked for me one day and I got on great with her. She was she was a nice girl, but um, she knocked on the door. Who is this, Karen? I hate her. My, my dad was like, <laughs> my dad was like, "Oh, Karen's at the door for you." And I, and I saw his face. You know, he's doing that face like, "Karen's at the door for you." And I went, "Oh yeah." And then he went, <laughs> and I went, I, "I went to die inside, like absolutely, like die." 
And then I went out with Karen, like, in the park. And then that was it. I thought, I can't ever see you again. Oh. <laughs> Did you ghost Karen? I ghosted her, yeah. A ghost to her. I'd love Karen to get in touch with her perspective on that story. But she's pretty. She, we were just like we were so young. Like it was no, it was nothing like that. Actually, don't get in touch because Karen, Karen could be like a fucking supermodel now. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to ever see her again. I don't want to <laughs> see her again. <laughs> Sum up Anna's predicament, agony. Ab. I think keep it classy, but go with whatever feels right on the night. Good shout. Right, I've got another one here. Uh, hi, Abby and Pete. I was recently at the races on a works corporate gig, spending money that I most certainly do not have on the company card when I got chatting to what I can only describe as an absolute worldie at the bar. <laughs> Normally, I'd give myself an outside chance of about 100 to 1 on managing to even chat to a girl of this calibre, never mind puller. However, I, a, a bit like Red Rum, I surprised everyone that day and overcome all the hurdles in front of me. Fast oh. forward a week... And we have had the best first date ever. A gondola ride down Camden Lock, oh. followed by a very expensive raw fish at Nobu with non-stop cocktails and clubbing till the early hours to round it off. Being Ballin? a traditional gent, I decided that this date should all be on my plastic to uphold the illusion I created on race day. Oh, no. However, after a couple of texts from Santander to let me know I'm in an unarranged overdraft, I have decided that life as race day Jack is not sustainable. <laughs> Race day, Jack. I have been delaying our second date with some pretty poor excuses in the hope that payday will come round and bail me out. Do you think I should come clean with the girl or just enjoy some short but lavish good fun with somebody I probably normally would never have a chance with? Jack, 21 from Essex. Oh, Jack. He's gone in. He's gone all in on the first date. It's never a, it's never a good thing. No, this is, I, I agree. It's never a I good did. thing because... This is where I was sensible, taking you to the... It was only up from the local pub. Yeah. It's a I good agree. starting block. I agree. It's a lot of pressure to put on himself. And it's also creating an illusion of he's someone he's not. And I think that's a terrible foundation do for any new relationship. Do you think too many men potentially do that, though? Like, they, all, they, they, they go all out for... You yeah, know, and then it gets worse. Treat the world and then go downhill from there. But is it better to just to have a great first date and then build from there yeah. after? I don't know. It's a tough one because he, would he have got the chance had he not taken her to those yeah, great but if, places? If she's a girl who only wants to go to nice places and be wined and dined, then she's no good for him. That's a, that's a valid point. Like, if you like, you know... At the end of the day, take everything away. It's the company that matters. And I know that sounds cheesy and a cliche, but it is. You know, and I think lockdown was a perfect example of that. You know, even if you had a private jet or 10 houses all over the world, you couldn't go there. You were together in your space. And if you didn't get on, you were fucked. Mm. And I think that's why a lot of relationships split up during lockdown because, you know, people weren't going to work, they weren't doing their own thing and they were together and flaws and cracks started to appear. So I think it's very important to be yourself on the first date. Everyone yeah. likes a nice thing. Let's like, you, you know, you can't deny that. I think, I know what the answer is here. Um, I think Jack just comes clean, just goes, you know, yeah, just scale back the date and go, mm, and if she doesn't like it, you know, well, why aren't we going to Nobu? Why aren't we going to the race? Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we She's doing that? Writer. Yeah, just just scale it all back and go, no, I just wanted to get to know you on this time. And if she goes, oh, and she's disappointed and she's then she obviously only in it for the mm. for the good times. It's not not for you. There's no sustainability there. And sustainability is key in this day and age, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
most used word of 22. Hashtag stay. <laughs> it's sustainable, kids. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm loving these messages, I have Me to too. say. They really get into the nitty-gritty of topics and w where people are struggling. Uh, this one's from Charlotte from Cambridge. Hopefully, we can help her as well. Um, she says, I met a guy on a dating app and he looked my ideal type on his picture, although when we met for a meal, it was a very different story. Oh, God. I'm not a shallow person, but I walked straight past him at first because he was completely bald. Wasn't Vin even, Diesel, was he? Not even a little bit bald. I'm talking absolutely none on top and a little round the ears. I'm not against that at all, but on his pick, he had flowing locks and it was a big shock. I found the shock very difficult to handle and we didn't go on a second date. Am I shallow and how should I have handled it? Charlotte from Cambridge. Well, you know how I feel about bald. But this is, hold on, this is perilous. Um, this is the problem with dating apps. And I've got, I have actually got um, a huge problem with this. Is that if you, if your picture on your profile on Tinder or whatever app you're on is an amazing picture of you, which is that everyone does, when you meet up in person, they're always a little bit disappointed. Whereas mm. I think what you should do is go for a slightly worse picture of yourself. And then when you are then matched with someone and you meet them, they are then oh my God, he was better in real life. Yeah, I get that. But you might limit the initial attraction. The, and you the are going to limit it, but you still will get hits. You still, and when you meet them, they'll be beyond themselves. Yeah, but by doing that, that could also have a disadvantage because if you put a worse photo up of yourself, you could be attracting less fortunate looking people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because they'll think, oh, I'm not going to go for the hot, hot guy. I'll go for him because they might not feel as confident. So you're always punching down in a way. Right. So you could be I do, yeah. sabotaging Well, it depends, yourself. obviously, how, how much looks are important to you. Like, if, 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 if looks are really important to you, then obviously go for a top profile picture because you're going to need to attract the, the top level. But if looks aren't as important to you as a person... Yeah, then... Don't you think that comes with age? As you get older, you think, oh, God, all the good-looking lies are arseholes. It's more about the personality. I think that's something that comes with maturity and age. Babe, if you're if you're bald and you're pretending you're not on your profile picture, <laughs> let's be honest, I think she's within her rights to say, hold on a minute, you're you're portraying something that you, you could be sued, yeah. you know, for that. <laughs> you should needs, be liable for it that. It needs to be a current picture, doesn't it? <laughs> You can't be bald and have a full barnet in your, in your Tinder. You can't. Is that called catfishing? I believe so. A friend of mine, actually, uh, it, the girl on Instagram that he was, he'd obviously been messaging her, and um, she she looked very, very different to the pictures um, on her Instagram. And I think this is a definite thing because people are making themselves look a lot better than they potentially are on Instagram. Um, so when they meet in person, I think, well, on this particular occasion, a photo was taken of the uh, date that he went on, uh, and he had synced it up with the Instagram picture and the actual picture and they, they did look very very different <laughs> and this is something that the perils of you know where we we probably didn't have this growing up yeah but that's what i think there's a lot of young people going through this these issues mm. yeah, because it's all the filters and the instagram and all the you know the apps. It shouldn't really be allowed should it? it well for a number of reasons you, you know, one can argue that you can put a nice picture up of yourself and alter it. And so it's like the best version of you and it gives you confidence and all of that jazz. But it can be very detrimental that, you know, young girls and boys feel this pressure to look a certain way and that their own face isn't good enough or their own yeah. body isn't good enough. But that's the problem with social media in general, oh, yeah. isn't it? Like, like, I, 
like, uh, like you do it yourself, but let's be honest. Like you'll see people and everyone's having a good time on Instagram because you're not going to put me, this is me having the worst day ever on Instagram, are you? No. You're going to go like, oh, I'm having a nightmare I'm at work. I'm hating myself. I'm, I, I, you know, I went out last night. And I look horrific. Look at my bags. No one's ever done that in the history of Instagram. But when they're on holiday and they're looking trim and they're having a pina colada in Bali, <laughs> that's going straight on the ground. Yeah, and you I, say I, to me... I am the worst to me, because babe, I never you post. Me, you say to me all the time, you go, look at these. They're like, look how many people are on holiday. You always say it. And I go like, they're, they're not. They're, the Most of the year, they're probably not. But yeah. this particular week, they are. And on Instagram, only, it's only ever good. I am bad for that. Like, I, when I'm having a good time, I never post. You know, like when we're on holiday and stuff like that, it's very rare that I post pictures because I'm kind of just too busy enjoying the moment. Well, I enjoyed that. I think we helped a lot of people. Um, and do you know what? I'm going to take you on a date. Because, oh. you know, thinking about our first date and how special it was, how beautiful it was, I feel like I'm going to take you on a date. Do you know what? I'd love tonight, that. Tonight, potentially. Tonight? Or tomorrow night. We haven't got a babysitter and you're working tomorrow night. This is where you want spontaneity. <laughs> trying to give it to you. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got that Viking outfit ready for you tonight, babe. <laughs> Get ready for Rodders, Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually love doing this. I think it's great to reconnect and reminisce about all our amazing times together and I loved Agony Ab. I hope you enjoyed that and we want you to get in touch. We want to know what topics you want us to discuss. If we can help you out with anything, you can catch us on our socials. I think people make it and it, get, it gets us talking, gets us delving into our relationship. Yep. But also we can help you. I think that's important. I think it's important. So keep them coming. We love hearing your stories. Follow us on all our socials and get in touch. That's it for the Therapy Crouch. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.